forsooth, adverb, archaic. In truth, in fact, indeed. Now used in derision or to express disbelief. So, technically, this is not the first podcast of this new season. This is a special. It is not included in the numbering system, and it's not going to take away from this episode. But we are back, temporarily distanced. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know how temporary this temporary is going to be. Can it be called temporary if it's indefinite? We just well, got notice from the mayor yes. of the extension to May 15th. Which is insane, but I mean... People are like, it's going to be done by April. And I'm like, no, it's not. I clearly have no idea how pandemics work. <laughs> it's like 18, Who does? It's like 18 months until you get a vaccine going that's like viable. Like, yes, they started human testing on it a month ago, but they have to observe that human for 18 months. I, I cannot. I cannot consider the idea of being in this situation for 18 months. I'm already crazy. I cannot. Look, because we don't go out and like do anything i cannot at times tell the difference between my dreams and what's real and it's terrifying it's only been a month and it's terrifying so, so the thing i miss the most is my friends and on that point i would like to introduce our two guests who have been sitting there very patiently listening to us ramble we've got the garbers the garbers Ooh, the garbers who are also Woo. socially distanced yes <laughs> We are, we are doing this uh, via, not Zoom, don't worry, we're not going to get Zoom bombed. Uh, this, this is via Discord, so don't don't shame us for social interacting. This is distanced interaction. Yeah, so welcome to... Because we're total to, gamers. Yes, welcome to Nerd News Distancing. Nerd News Social Distancing. No, it's... Yeah, okay, that works. <laughs> <laughs> so, Zach, Lindsay, mm-hmm. thank you so much for joining us. Was it was so difficult from move to move from one side of my bed to the other side of my bed to grab my phone to be on this call. <laughs> wow. You, you know, a... that's some strength that you sh- that you showed. That's some mm-hmm. strength that you showed uh, because my phone was across the room and he was trying to text me to get my attention and I li- I didn't even go get it. I was mm. like, "Oh, my phone's buzzing. Okay, bye." She still hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> She's, she has not read any of the messages I sent her the last three hours. Okay, but also you're in the other room and just yell. Yeah, we're in a tight, confined space, frustrated at the situation, and yelling always makes it better. Yelling makes everything better. Yeah. I do feel good after a good yell. I was actually asked uh, on a Twitch stream recently, where is my favorite place to scream? And for me, it's the car, because you can also slam on the wheel in frustration, and the car can take it. <laughs> well, there's that, and also you can really just kind of drive anywhere. So if you scream super-duper loud and your windows are down a little bit and you freak out the neighborhood, you can just mm-hmm. leave. Also, it's L.A., so everyone screams in their car. Yeah. <laughs> it's normal. It's very true. It's completely normal. So there's, yeah. there's a couple things I want to talk about, and of course, this is the COVID-19 social distancing special. So I do want to talk about COVID-19 a bit. Um, So we are all located in various parts of Los Angeles, pretty much the valley localized. I think like it's it's all kind of like the same kind of area. We're not downtown LA going through like the really crazy shit, uh, which is a ghost fucking town. Yeah, it's terrifying. (laughs) Have you guys seen the drone footage? No. There are people who are flying drones over Los Angeles to get some really good like post-apocalyptic shots. 
Uh, <laughs> and the streets are like empty with like maybe one person walking on it, like in the footage. Wow. It's. Wow. I've never. I never thought I would imagine seeing downtown look that way. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy um, watching that drone footage, and I do see a lot of cars on the streets in this area, but it's mostly just going to and from grocery stores. You don't really have a lot I, of like just grocery store stuff in Los Angeles. It's mostly a walking area. There's still traffic in our town, and I'm just like, why? You guys didn't get the memo. <laughs> they don't care. Don't I keep. They're seeing, all going to the KFC. I, saw, <laughs> I went to uh, the grocery store to get. Like essentials, not even like bullshit stuff. Yeah, essential oils help properly fight the virus. Yes, and um, as one does, and crystals, of course. Yeah, crystals. Um, so that's what I need. I'm in there with uh, with gloves and mask, as one should be doing, and mm-hmm. there's this woman who brings her entire family in. Oh, God. Little fucking kids, oh. like ages ranged from like four up to like 13 and there's like five of them and she they're like running around the, those fucking grocery store touching everything no masks no gloves no care or concern and i'm like damn this bitch gonna die well here's the thing <laughs> we don't know like that might literally she might not have anyone to take care of her like those kids like she yeah could be the That's only fine, one but no protection no controlling them no whatever like and one of them's 13 legally that one can be watching the other ones as a babysitter that's true I mean, I, I wouldn't trust the boy at the age of 14 watching our child. I would not trust any child. Watching a child. Uh, no matter the age. Even up to 30, <laughs> I wouldn't trust them. Uh, yeah, I don't trust myself to watch kids. That's I've never had to. I don't know how, and uh, I don't plan on doing it anytime soon. That is soon. why Those... never, ever offer to have me hold your child. <laughs> Zach, no, just you, don't. You have held her. Lindsay. Yeah, and... You did you know, watch her for 30 minutes. You both are you know, liars. Do you know how frightening that was? I felt yeah, like it was. A bomb in my it hand. was. Yeah. <laughs> I was very scared. You did great. You both did great. She's still alive. Mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, in a couple of years, you're going to find out that that was a mistake. I'm just, I'm just saying, pretty much everything you do as a parent is a mistake, but if the child lives, you're like succeeding. Like, that's the yeah. benchmark. Like I, I actually uh finally today i went online and bought um rubber gloves which aren't coming for another two weeks and i also was like you know what i'm saving money not driving you know i'm saving 40 bucks a week not spending money on gas so i spent 40 bucks today on a automatic soap dispenser and <laughs> i'm gonna see how that goes <laughs> I feel so happy about it, though. I'm like, oh, this is the greatest. Like, these are the small joys. Automatic soap dispenser. And I, I'm, I'm, like, counting down the days until these gloves come. Um, are you going to find... wear it on your hip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Actually, I think, I think it has a thing where you can strap <laughs> it into the wall. So I might as well, like, make a belt loop thing for it. Sure. I found, actually, uh, like, a week and a half ago on Amazon that there were um, – they're not – N95s, but they are um, PM 2.5s, which are pretty close uh, with re- replaceable uh, carbon filters and stuff like that. And they were not uh, one of those ones that arrives in the middle of fucking June. So yeah. <laughs> the arrival date was uh, April like 12th or something like that. And I'm like, all right, I'm good. And I got some. Uh, and that awesome. was 
maybe a week before they were like donate all your masks and i'm going oh <laughs> <laughs> now we have to have them in los angeles if we want to walk around los angeles yeah, yeah. And it's, it's against the law it's legally required for us to have masks if we go out of our house in riverside they're actually finding people a thousand dollars if they catch you outside of your house without a mask on how much are they wow. paying the children of that mom that had way too many kids I imagine it's seatbelt rules Seatbelt rules? Seatbelt rules. If they don't have them, then you charge the parent. That seems to make sense. But so... Uh, well, I mean, yeah, because kids aren't going to be able to acquire their No, but their I mean, own. like, how much per kid? Is it a thousand bucks, no matter the age? I mean, I, I didn't I didn't delve. I mean, you caught me on off guard here. Mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting this to go so deep. I mean, yes, yes, no, I researched it. Everyone gets charged a thousand dollars equally. Wow, I am... That's... Yeah, that would make me want to get a mask, <laughs> you know. Uh, what's kind of funny is our previous guest from one of the cosplay uh, uh, nerd socials, um, uh, Anne Girari, she's actually doing a really great thing where she's taking some of her scrap fabric and she's making masks for people. And uh, another one of my friends who's uh, who makes um, puppets and uh dolls she's uh making masks and donating and even uh my mother uh, and zach's mother uh she's a seamstress i mean she's been trained and she's actually just taking some of the extra like um pillow fabric and elastic bands that she's just finding around the house that she's never gotten rid of and she's making masks and giving those to people too so there's some really great people out there who are spending their talents and uh, extra materials and giving them to people, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's actually really interesting to bring that up. So our our good friend who also has been on and had hosted the Nerd Socials for quite a bit, um, Stephen Boyd, uh, who owns the Seven Deadly Fairies, mm -hmm. uh, he specifically um, has a bunch of fabric, and he had to close down his shop because he couldn't have people coming in and out. And so he's been going into his shop, which is like right below his house, uh, to uh, to literally work every day making masks and he's basically told people like pay me what you want i don't i'm not doing this to make a profit pay me what you can if you want me to mail it to you though you have to pay for shipping and that's yeah. just really impressive he's he's actually got out like a bunch of them to people and he's just working like non-stop that's great yeah i love it when people uh take care of each other in the community it's very true yeah it shouldn't be necessary but it's great when it happens yeah <laughs> um i think it was was it spain that's now uh doing a basic uh, livable income so no they they haven't done that yet they're they're in the process of talking about it there's no guarantee of it actually fully going forward yet but they are in the process of trying to like see what it would take and how they can do it yeah so like that's like that's a good thing that's coming out of this disaster is is some people are, are getting their shit in gear and realizing that basic things should be provided to people and also the mm -hmm. memes. Have you seen the memes? I love the oh, memes. The meme. Human is the virus meme is the best. Have you seen that one? Where they like they do like the most ridiculous things. Someone uh, photoshopped a shark on the stormwater on the freeway and said, Nature is coming back, human is the virus. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, dark. No, oh, yeah. That's the meme. The whole joke is about the fact that human is the problem and the the virus is the cure for humanity for the planet. I, like I can the, see it. I like the meme where uh, people are taking the dolphins returning uh, to Venice thing and then bringing it to other uh, locations. Like there's one where uh, dolphins are returning to Venice um, and then it shows the orcs returning to New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> I like the game one. where we verbally describe memes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, uh, there's also the one where uh, <laughs> dolphins returning to Venice, and then uh, heavy metal bands returning to the forests of Germany. <laughs> is, isn't that actually a card game, though? Describing memes or the card like yeah. <laughs> heavy metal? No, there, there was a card game about like making memes out of the current, or at least at the time that the game was created. It, it's almost like uh, Dixit, but with memes. There was one that we had, which was like a Deadpool. You got to handwrite on the Deadpool panels. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was like Cards Against Humanity, but with Deadpool stuff and, you and with write, markers. You write your own. That was uh, a lot answers. of fun. Um, and then there Can was one where you made comic books. It was the yes. the uh, the little comic strip ones from XCKD, I think is what it is. But actually, through this COVID nineteen, I've actually been more social than I've ever been, and I'm not even a very social person. Yeah. I've got a lot of people asking me to. Um, go on Google Hangout and someone found a way how to play Cards Against Humanity uh, that way somehow and uh, just doing weird rigs with their phone camera and making that another input in Google Hangouts while they're on their computer so we can all see the same cards and I know Exploding Kittens uh, emailed a bunch of people at least the Kickstarter supporters and said this is how you play in quarantine and they gave special rules oh, uh wow. if everyone has their own um yeah i have it i can mail it to you if everyone has a copy of exploding kittens there's a way to play it uh together through online and uh, another thing that I've been playing is uh, Drawful 2. I got it for free on Steam. And so if I'm playing on Google Hangouts, I can mirror my screen and we can all play on our phones. Um, and also my bi-weekly tabletop uh, gaming. We've just been using uh, Google Hangouts to just verbally chat and uh, play our, our verbal um, adventure role-playing games. So it's been pretty cool. Yeah, we've yeah, been... I've been I have been playing the hell out of tabletop simulator with people, even from work. Just like after <laughs> work, we'll, we'll, uh, we've been playing a game called Gloomhaven. Definitely not mm -hmm. during work. Um, <laughs> not, no, not during work. For sure no. not. Uh, no. Yeah, Eric and I have been doing a game night three times a week. Three times a week. Uh, through Discord, uh, various like Exalted and Mutants Masterminds and Star Wars starting Star up on Wars. Sunday. Um, but a hundred percent honest, like this is too much social for me and I'm, I'm, I'm over socialed now. <laughs> well, also we've all together have played, uh, Animal Crossing. I don't know if we're talking about that right now, but I just want to do a quick plug in okay. that I actually celebrated someone's birthday on, uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, um, Animal, Animal Crossing. We all logged in and we did various things through Animal Crossing, which oh, I don't yeah, know if we're. Yeah. Um, yeah. That so was it's... one of the like I'm I'm in in another podcast with somebody. And we we're talking about getting together um, and like hanging out and having parties and stuff in Animal Crossing instead of reality. Uh, yeah, kind of a response to the whole social distancing thing. I mean, this couldn't have worked out better for Animal Crossing unless they planned it uh, themselves. I mean, yeah, Nintendo yeah. Switch and everything. Like, this is the reason why we got Animal Crossing was like we something that we can do together in the same room and like engage. And it was a it's a good thing to pass the time. Although I will say that the game is it is chore simulator. It yeah, is, it is. Yeah. It is the way that you play it. It's They're, shopping simulator for me. You you literally spend <laughs> hours moving trees. What do you mean the way I play? I'm it? organizing. Yeah chore simulator 
I'm for me, I like designing. <laughs> I like fishing. That's my most favorite thing. Like, I don't have to think. And I like being by the water and hearing the sound effects and the bobbing of the water. For me, I don't feel like I'm really in my apartment, even though I love being in my apartment. Um, and just the other night, me and Zach and Monica, too, uh, we were playing on my island and me and Zach were just standing together watching the shooting stars. And I think we chatted for like over an hour just yeah. Oh, yeah, that was, that was game night. I think I told you guys that I had to, to cut out of the call uh, through the app. I was like, I got to go because it's game night. And I was just, Zach uh, typed in the thing, shooting stars. And I was like, ah, fuck. And I, I'm, telling my, <laughs> I'm telling my game night group, I'm like, okay, I, I know it looks like I'm not looking at the, the, the computer and I'm not paying attention or playing, <laughs> but I have to watch the TV because shooting stars. And I'm just yeah. watching for the stars and hitting the A button. And yeah. <laughs> multitasking but it was so beautiful it was it a really beautiful was. Full I got like moon a thousand night. pictures yeah it was so nice and i just spent time with a couple of friends and my brother who's mm -hmm. a friend but you know it was yeah. nice it was, it was really <laughs> nice until until Lindsay decided it was time to go to bed and kicked you off her island yeah oh, like, oh sorry well, I guess it's over. <laughs> really, i think it was like around like 9 45 like a couple hours into game night and she's just all like oh i guess i'm off Lindsay's island Oh, sorry. I like to read before I go to bed. I've been uh, reading through all of Sex Criminals because I heard that they're ending it in the next couple issues. So I wanted oh, to reread yeah. it and uh, finish it all. So by the time I finish, I hope that the, the series finished and I can do a nice clean end. And so I, I like to read before bed, which I've been reading every day, at least one issue before bed, which is really great. That's um, awesome. Speaking of reading, like there's a lot of, there's other stuff that's going on too. Like um, I just found out that there's this thing. It's called Magical Readathon. You can go to magicalreadathon.com. They're in their third year of it, where it's like simulating Harry Potter um, classes by taking owls and the the newts. Right now in the uh, April, it's the uh, the owls, um, where you pick a career. Um, a Harry Potter career and then each career has a certain number of courses that you're supposed to be taking and in order to pass those courses you have to read a book that fits within the prompt for that course so um, hmm. for example um, the uh, ancient runes course uh, the prompt for it is to find the heart rune and finding the heart rune means you need to find a book that has either the word heart as part of the title or a picture of a heart on the cover. And then you read that book and you pass that course. Sorry, I'm, I'm done with book reports. I, I'm out of school. <laughs> you know. It's not about book reports. It's about expanding your, uh, it's, it's basically about finishing your to be read fucking book list, you know, just, getting you through right your now, gigantic ass bookshelf. I read so much in law school that I do not read anymore. <laughs> Unless it's a but you page. write. Let's you write a lot instead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, I mean, along the lines of the NaNoWriMo, um, you have a certain number of pages read. You report on how many pages you've read, and then there's contests between e uh, each of the houses. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad that there's things out there for people to do. Like, we recently put out an article about free coloring pages for people to do and activity sheets. And I recently just saw that even one of the museums, I think the Getty, is putting out free coloring pages, That's too. Awesome yeah really it's a uh, it's i i also me and uh, and eric we've both also taken online classes and webinars i i just did another one this morning 
um, with um, an artist who goes by the handle Hom Sweet Sweet Hom H O M Sweet H O M. She is a muralist and designer, and she just put out a free webinar live. You can ask her questions. Basically, how to get your first mural job and how to do your portfolio and what her materials are and how does she deal with clients and how to change your rates as you're evolving. And it was really totally transparent. She was honest about all of the money, everything up front. And um, at the end, she's like, if you liked this, I have a course. If you want to support me, I'll give you a discount on my full course where we go totally in depth and step by step on everything. So I got a free one hour seminar with her where I got to ask questions and I got a free PDF talking about how to uh, price my clients which is really cool. That's really fantastic. And along the same lines, um, I found out that Harvard is offering free online courses as well. Um, Harvard? Harvard, yeah. Uh, so there's free courses on um, like computer programming. There's free courses on uh, learning computer languages like Python. Um, there's free courses on religious studies, history, art. Um, there was one for game development uh really cool a lot of cool stuff and, and a lot of them are between four weeks and eight weeks of coursework with a certificate at the end oh you actually get a certificate that's really awesome yeah. that says harvard that that's says like harvard a... yeah whoa that's all it says it's just it's just a big piece of paper that says harvard on it and yeah. you write your own name on it yeah, it's like make sure that you write your name um in crayon it's a mad lib it's just yeah. president of space President of space. Um, no, but they're like actual valuable Harvard courses and there's maybe 20 of them that are free and then they have a lot of online courses that are like, you know, discounted rates, but still chargeable. So there's some on there for like 30 bucks um, and then there's some for, you know, upwards of a couple thousand, but like there's a huge array of them that are free or like 30 That's... bucks. Fantastic. Well, yeah, that's awesome. I've been loving all the knowledge that I've been gaining in this time. And since I don't have a commute and since I get extra sleep and extra energy, I'm able to do this stuff. So I'm hoping in the future that us proving that we can work from home is something that there will be a little more uh, accepted, that will be a little more accepted in the future, because I definitely feel more inspired. I have more energy. I'm saving a lot more money. I have more time to get right to work instead of having to deal with the 45-minute commute, the stresses of the 101 and 405, and then having to uh, decompress before I can even get started. So I am uh, looking forward to seeing how we change in the future. But thinking about now, how has uh, this affected, you know, uh, conventions and stuff, uh, Eric. Oh, yeah. How is this uh, That's affected? That's exactly what I was going to go into. So as we know, like almost every single convention has canceled. And I don't know if it's been announced yet by the time we publish this, this uh, podcast, but um, San Diego Comic-Con is going to be canceled. Well, we knew that was going to be a thing. They were basically yeah. pushing back on it, but now I know why. So oh. they had sent out emails to all the hotels specifically saying, we would like you to work with us to cancel all your cancellation fees for the rooms we've locked out. Um, and then mm. like most of them in like the Department of uh, like Treasury and Commerce and Tourism and San Diego has been working with them to kind of get them taken care of uh, because that, I think they don't want to have a situation like South by Southwest where all the people who bought tickets end up getting like stuck with the costs and like the hotels and stuff like that. 
And so San Diego Comic Con's working really hard to make sure people don't get screwed over like that, including themselves. Um, so that's what they're currently working on. And they're, they've almost got all the people um, agreeing to it. So I think in the next couple of days, uh, from when we're recording this, probably today, uh, when it goes live, um, they'll be announcing that San Diego Comic-Con in July will be canceled. And it, wow. It just makes sense because with everything getting pushed to May 19th, I mean, there's no way. What's yeah. crazy is we just had the 50th anniversary of Comic-Con last year. Yeah. Can you imagine if this was the 50th year? Wow. Oh. Yeah. But, that would be terrible. Which is, it's, it's horrible, but we are seeing something new popping up. And I posted a couple of them already and I'll posting another one relatively shortly. And that is virtual conventions. So mm-hmm. um, the people from Legion M, uh, Collider, uh, X, X Level, or I think it's pronounced Next Level Event, and um, I think it's Cadillo or Cadillo, they're, um, they're all putting together to create a virtual convention in May um, that is going to be somewhat similar. They're going to have interviews. They're going to have panels. They're going to have a virtual game room to play for people online, <laughs> kind of like you would have at a convention. Uh, and they are even having an exhibitor floor, a virtual exhibitor floor. Uh, they're using a software called uh, it's A-U-X-X-I-T, like exit, exit. And Ox. it's basically like you get to see a list of shops and you can talk to the shopkeepers, shops, and you can talk to people who are shopping in the shops. And like you can interact back and forth between all the people that are in the program. And with this, they're going to basically be like able to do like exclusives and stuff like that specifically for a digital convention you know vr and ar have been like kind of lackluster in what we've been expecting especially the past couple of years and now it's like i feel like there can be a really amazing surge with the use of vr like i can imagine putting on those goggles and walking down you know the convention halls that that would be awesome yeah and it's to be honest, it's it's a really good time for it because like VR is looking really good in the museums and art exhibits right now. They're basically mm-hmm. going in, they're filming these art, art art halls and um, you know museums, and they are literally giving those three D tours. You can literally walk through them as if you're there, uh, which makes up for the fact that you, you can't right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but they're not the only ones doing this. So um, actually next week on uh, next weekend not this weekend that we're recording this at that we're actually after but the following one i think it's like the 15th and 16th um the people behind um cryptozoic the collectible statue figurines and board game company are doing their own two-day event and during the two-day event they are going to do unboxing previews giveaways uh they're going to have little like informative little discussions they're going to have like the game creator playing online with people of his game and they're doing a lot of really cool stuff there that they basically scheduled out during the course of two days and the really, that sounds awesome the really cool thing about these things is that because they're like virtual and they can't really i don't think they can stop them so i, I haven't heard anything about any of them charging anything um, oh the next one that that uh is also free is from cameo which takes place at the exact same time as the uh, the event that's happening from Cryptozoic. And Cameo is enlisting all these celebrities to have like virtual panels. Mm. And it's like a three-day event. And it's really impressive 
for these companies coming together to create this content for people because we, we are looking at, um, it's, it's not now, because we still have content now, but in the next three to five months, we are going to run out of content. And it's, it's no joke, and it's because like all these companies had to put a pause on it. Like movies, TV shows, they're not filming right now. And if this keeps going, um, we're going to have a point in time in which we don't have any content to watch that's new. And giving these options for celebrities to, to work together to like maybe earn a little bit of money, maybe do a couple of things to keep themselves in the limelight is a great thing specifically for them and a great thing for fans. Ugh, I just realized it's going to be even longer before we get season two of The Witcher. No! I want more Henry Cavill in the in those skin tight the skin tight leather pants, having to have several uh, pairs of them on set because he keeps busting through with his thick booty. <laughs> I, I will say specifically that um, the current season of Lucifer has finished, which I'm really excited about. <gasps> yeah. So that's good to go. But the bad news is, is the new uh, Matt Reeves Batman movie was only twenty five percent done filming when no. they had to shut it down. And that's, I, I did. Yeah, that's. That's far away from completion. I did read something. Yeah, uh, that was kind of interesting. Um, The you know Disney who made Frozen and Frozen Mm Two, they actually got a couple of people. I want to say like a team of just a few people to make animated shorts. um, You know because they already have the rig and they've been taking uh, the snowman. I think his name is Olaf, and they've been doing what? Yeah, you're right. Is it? Yeah. Okay, they've been taking uh, Olaf and making just really quick shorts. And, you know, the voice actor can record his voice from home, I guess. These animators are taking rigs and backgrounds that have already been created, and they're making animated shorts from we, home. We might end up seeing a dearth of stuff like that where it's recycling content. Let's be honest, it's a lot like um, like uh, Power Rangers oh, yeah. and all those things. Yeah. Where, like yeah. The footage was already made on a different show, but they spliced it together and made it Americanized. <laughs> Yeah, like I love we, that. we might see a lot of content like that, which on its first look from like a discerning eye might not look that impressive because we're like, that's clearly like the same background over and over and over again. But, you know, it's, we'll take what we can get, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's also like free stuff on Audible right now. Um, mm-hmm. They have a huge selection of free books going on. There's some free video games. Um, Lindsay already mentioned Drawful 2 is, is one of the ones that's free right now. Um, but it's not going to be free forever. So if you haven't gotten it, step on that now. Stadia is doing mm-hmm. a two-month trial Yeah. Uh, for Stadia Pro. Uh, um, History Channel. History for Channel. is doing a month free. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you're a parent like we are um, and the school classes are just trash garbage like they always are, um, you do have other options to help, help supplement the kids' learning. Um, Khan Academy is the one that I've been using. Um, the, uh, the Age of Learning, you got Mystery Science, you got Scholastic Learn at Home, PBS Kids, all kinds of really good stuff. Um, Audible has a lot of free books for, for kids on their audiobooks for that. Um, and Lindsay mentioned the coloring books uh, being free in a lot of places, free coloring pages. The one thing that I want to kind of end on is the fact that I know this is bad right now for the people in the in the the kind of the culture of nerd. Uh, you don't get to go to do these things. The conventions are being canceled. Your shows are going to be put on pause. But the good thing about this is is that no one wants it to be this way. Everyone's <laughs> doing what they have to do because they have to. But during the writing strike, 
um, there was this moment where people weren't allowed to write because they, they had to basically they fight the urge to, to go out there and do work because they didn't want to you know, cross picket lines. And it was a, like just a really bad time for people who wanted really cool content. Shows were basically being postponed and canceled. But as a direct result of it, the work that was produced during the writer strike was some of the best work that came out and was put onto shows immediately thereafter. So whatever the people who were like saying they're suffering because they're losing out their content or they're losing out of their conventions, just know that for every convention and show you're not being able to watch, there's going to be like five better things coming as a result. <laughs> and that's that's something to look forward to. Yeah, hopefully uh, this has shown companies that they should pay us more. Uh, yeah, right. Hopefully this has shown companies that working from home is, a, is an actual possibility that can mm -hmm. increase productivity instead of decrease it like they keep saying it did um hopefully this is something that will show anti-vaxxers whom i haven't heard a single fucking word from by the way <laughs> this whole time um <laughs> that maybe what they're asking for is fucking stupid and maybe they're stupid um maybe this will show the government that a living wage is a requirement um and maybe this will show uh health insurance that like hey maybe a bottom line isn't the end all be all and that you should be you know keeping virus <laughs> stuff like the production of it like on the ready you know just in case shit like this happens instead of having to start from scratch every time because getting yeah. paid to produce this isn't profitable enough you know mm -hmm. there's a whole bunch of like maybe maybe maybes that could possibly make this world a better place and it's going to sound like, oh, socialism. But you know what? <laughs> socialism isn't a four-letter word. No, it's a much larger word. It's like like seven letters, I think. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, socialism isn't taking money out of somebody's pocket to spread uh, the wealth around. It's making sure everybody gets things that they need without having to uh, drain their resources. You're only as healthy as the most sensitive person in your society. The weakest link in the chain. Yeah, it's it's mm -hmm. if, if they can get sick, you can get sick. Yeah. And you can get sick because they got sick. Look what happened to measles. That's right. Well, Fucking measles. It's coming back. Uh, but I think on that, you guys have anything else you want to add before we finish? Ooh, one more thing I wanted to add real quick. Uh, keep an eye on the Burger King app because they haven't announced a date for it, but soonish. Uh, if you order a, a thing through the app, you can get uh, two kids' meals for free. Oh, nice. Ooh, because so, I have been a religious user of the McDonald's app in the past. Uh, what what is what does the Burger King app uh, offer? Daily deals or? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't have the Burger King app, but I'm gonna I'm gonna download it so I can take a so they, I can keep an eye on it. But that's gonna be really good because we run out of resources having two kids like super fucking fast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Burger King. Uh, offering two free kids meals with an online uh or in-app purchase um but there's no exact start or end date right now it's, so it's very similar to the mcdonald's ones they do coupons on there and then every once in a while they'll have a deal like that like in the past they did a deal where you got a free uh like um whopper and like mm -hmm. just and like there was, if you ordered it from the parking lot of a mcdonald's and then went drove there to get it that was a really funny one. Oh yeah that was a really good one use that a lot um, and a lot of places are doing free delivery, so keep that in mind if you have a time where you just, like, 
don't feel like cooking or you uh, don't have the resources to cook, you can still order out and they don't charge you delivery. But I do recommend that you tip the uh, the driver a little bit extra. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Does, uh, does Burger King team up with any sport ball teams? I know it's not really going to be relevant uh, anytime soon, but McDonald's used to run deals where it's like, oh, the Dodgers won. Here, have a free. Oh, yeah. Jack in the Box did something for, for the Rams for a while, but I don't know about Burger King. Oh, there's one more thing I want to add before we go. I think we should all take a moment of silence and recognition of the XFL who has officially died again. Wait, again? <laughs> so the XFL was a long time ago, and they said, like, oh, we're coming back, and the coronavirus killed them. <laughs> um, like, the players were jumping ship. There was talk about the fact that they, had, they couldn't do their things, and they were going to let the tickets basically be used for the next year's season in 2021. And recently it was just announced that, like, no, they're shutting down. They're basically getting rid of all their resources, and they are no longer like honoring tickets for future sales has has anybody heard of what is happening with the wrestling federation uh they have postponed shows they just postponed i think it was like uh oh, I'm, I'm sorry it was ufc i believe ufc postponed yeah. the, like 249 or whatever it was uh i and... thought they were getting their own private island <laughs> <laughs> so no, no. I, I'm not actually joking. No, they were going to move everything to a private island, get every worker and uh, and fighter tested, and continue to have UFC there, fights. There was talk about doing closed sessions for WWE and UFC, <laughs> and at this point, I believe the current concept is that it's too late. Uh, <laughs> um, another sports ball team, Zach, that you'll love the sports ball talk, um, and uh -huh. I think this this is going to be right up your alley, Eric, because it's hilarious. Um, Wimbledon. So any tennis fans uh, will find this great. Uh, Wimbledon has had has been paying into pandemic insurance for a while and because they were pay paying into pandemic insurance for several years and seasons, they're able to recoup 141 million dollars. <laughs> you know there was someone in the office going like i told you this was going to be helpful right so think about it this I way knew we should a, have gotten that volcano insurance a, a, a tennis sports tennis is, will live doing, on. is doing better than the u.s government for pandemics like an nfl <laughs> nba like but like go wimbledon um but they're not returning until at least 2021 though so but they'll still be here but they'll still be around <laughs> Isn't that a sport where both competitors stay more than six feet apart from yes. each other? Yeah, yeah pretty much. But there's a lot of sweating on the field, and you're not allowed to yeah. do that. You know, no anyways. sweating allowed. Uh, you guys got anything else you want to add before we go? No, I'm good. I uh, hope everyone stays safe. Uh, be friends with the seamstress. Get yourself a mask. And yeah. uh, keep checking out uh, Wednesday Comic Roundup. We got more stuff on the way and awesome stuff uh, in the uh, previous weeks if you need something to check out. And, and be just be generally good people. Yeah, be excellent just... to each other and party on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, hopefully, yeah, no hopefully we want to do another quarantine special, but if it keeps yeah. going, we might have to. Uh, we'll... I'll, I'll see you all on Animal Crossing. Oh, I'll yeah. yeah. I heard you were going to quit because of Final Fantasy. Well, I did play it for 12 hours, um, and I passed out, and I woke up five minutes before our call, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. Sounds like a glowing recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll check with you guys later. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. 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 Four Shoes Podcast is a trademark of Five Fire Monkeys Entertainment. 
Forsooth Podcast is brought to you by Five Fire Monkeys Entertainment. No badgers were hurt in the recording or producing of Forsooth Podcast. If you or anyone you know was offended by this podcast, please contact your local congressman.